Hey, broken salespeople. So today I want to talk about both good and bad metaphors that you hear in sales training. That's on this episode of the Broken Salespeople podcast. Hey, broken salespeople. Welcome to the workshop. My name is Red Stastrom, and we are here to help you fix your broken sales skills. So today I want to vent a little bit. I want to talk about something that bothers me a little. Um, not something that makes me angry. I won't say I'm angry, but I am a little irritated. It, it's that it, it's that pebble in the shoe scenario. It, it it doesn't change the way you walk. It doesn't change your day, but it can just rub you raw throughout the day. Um, I spend a lot of time thinking about metaphors, talking about metaphors, explaining that discomfort so that you can tangibly feel that rock in your shoe. So you can understand very, very complex concepts in a universal and easy to understand language. Um, to be somebody who talks about closing techniques, subjection handling, um, all of these are very inside baseball for people who haven't had formalized sales training. So I like to do things that anybody can understand and use metaphors that work very, very well to explain the concepts that I'm going for. So I want to talk about a few that really bother me because while they work from a marketing perspective, they, they work from a sales perspective in terms of selling you sales training, they don't work as metaphors. So, and when you start exploring these, when you start thinking about them deeper, they show a lack of understanding of what is actually involved in getting a sale. So I want to talk about three of them in particular. Um, and in no particular order, we're going to talk about the script, the roadmap, and the blueprint. Um, these are the three that I have the most problem with. And then I'm going to talk about two that I think work much better when you explain sales. And when you understand those metaphors, you'll be much better at being able to do sales. Um, and, and it gives you a lot more freedom to it. So let's just talk about those three first. The script to more sales. I am going to give you the script to double your business, to 3x your business, to whatever number you want to say. I'm going to give you the script. And it sounds good. From a marketing perspective, hey, when you think of a script, you think of a movie. You think of your favorite movie. You think of happily ever after. Um, you think of going in the underdog and coming out as Ben Affleck winning an Oscar. We'll hold those comments till the end. Um, but that's not the way it happens. That's not how sales works. See, the problem with the script to get more sales is like I've discussed before, only one of you in a sales conversation is off book, and that's you. You are the only one who knows their lines. And if you're trying to carry a scene all on your own, it usually doesn't work very well. Um, the best actors want to work with the best actors. And the reason is because they can play off one another. They can kind of ad-lib. They can talk to one another, see how one person acts one way and change from there and adapt and tweak and change and do these very minute things. Um, if you are a fan of Pulp Fiction, one of my favorite stories is John Travolta. Um, it, 
his surfer dude expression when he kills the guy in the back of the car, he said he was able to have a ton of fun with because he knew that Sam Jackson was going to act Jules the same way every single time because that was his character. So Vincent or John Travolta was able to have a little bit of fun and make that a very funny scene in a very, very dark moment. Um, make sure you watch that scene if you haven't, but the best salespeople, the best actors want both parties to be able to ad-lib, to be able to understand one another. Um, they don't necessarily both need to say the script verbatim, but they know it well enough to be able to tell the story no matter what. They know the plot down and they know their character. So they're able to talk with one another in a very civilized way. If your customer doesn't know the script you are talking about, the scene cannot go well. It, it, it simply can't. Um, the only way for you to try to carry that scene is with long monologues. And by doing that, you're probably going to run into more objections. Because if you try to speak for five minutes straight, odds are pretty good you're going to get interrupted and thrown off quite a bit. Things won't go smoothly. So the next uh, metaphor that I hate is the roadmap. And again, from an emotional standpoint, the roadmap makes a lot of sense. Hey, I want to get here in my career. I'm currently here. How do I get there? Hey, two lefts and a right, take a, and then go up the ramp. Easy. It sounds great. But let's think about this. Your objective isn't just to get there. It's to get there and do something. Simply having a roadmap doesn't accomplish what you're really looking for. Let's say you want a pizza tonight. You, you want to go out and you have want to have a slice of pizza. So you call your friends, hey, how do I get to that pizza place that you mentioned? Oh, well, you need to do ba 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 hop on the highway, get off of here, take two lefts, and then it's the brick building on the corner. You follow his instructions, you get to the pizza place, and guess what? They're closed. They're closed because of a death in the family, whatever it is. Now you don't have pizza. You did everything they said, but because no problem of your own, no fault of your own, you don't have what you were really looking for. Also with a roadmap, it's very tough to adapt. Uh, most people don't know how to get to A to B. There's a lot of people who don't know how to read maps. Uh, my mom was one of them. She had zero sense of direction. You could turn her around twice in a phone booth and she couldn't find her way out. For me to give her a roadmap is a bunch, of, a bunch of superfluous information. There are a lot of streaks that don't matter to her because they're not on her path. She's never going to go into some of these windy neighborhoods and back roads. She only needs to know some of the major highways and like roads. So the roadmap is either a bunch of superfluous information or it doesn't actually accomplish what you're looking for. It may get you to a point where you can, but doesn't really help you. And the last one I want to talk about is the blueprint. Blueprint sounds good too. You had an expert create something for you, and now all you have to do is put it together and build it. The problem is most people don't know how to read a blueprint, and even fewer people know construction. Um, I have much more construction experience than others do, uh, if you can't tell from my background. I have built 
apartments. I have redone apartments. I have re like redone roofs. I have rebuilt bathrooms, kitchens, most construction jobs, most renovation jobs I've been a part of. I I'm pretty good at it. Um, I won't say I'm an expert. I don't do it full time, but I will say I probably know more about construction than 80 to 85% of Americans. I I'm good. With that being said, if somebody hands me a blueprint, I'm lucky enough to know what goes into building a wall. Most people don't. Most people don't understand everything that's involved in that blueprint. Yes, it looks great on that picture, and you know that you have to build a 50-foot wall 70 feet from the, front, uh, from the property line, but what goes into that? The blueprint doesn't tell you how to build the wall. It doesn't tell you how many studs you need, how many nails you need, um, how to do a toenail. It doesn't tell you what kind of wood to use. Um, how do you tell when a piece of wood is warped or bowed? Um, do you need to get pressure treated or ground contact? How far apart can you put the studs? Is it a roof? Is it a like a front wall? Is it an interior wall? Um, how do you build a header? How do you put the plywood on? What grade of plywood do you need for the outside? How do you put the Tyvek on that protects the plywood from rain? How do you put the vinyl siding on or the bricks on? You can see how deep this rabbit hole goes. The more you know, the more you understand how much is involved in that single line of a blueprint. And you know how rigid those requirements are you know that those studs have to be 16 inches on center because that's code. But most people who look at that don't know it. They don't understand, they don't know how to read the whole blueprint. Where the roadmap is too complicated for some people and offers too much superfluous information, the blueprint doesn't give you enough. So what Metaphors do work. I, I've spent a lot of time poo-pooing um, some metaphors that are very popular in this industry. Um, so the first one I want to talk about is the cookbook. Cookbook makes much more sense for a uh, sales training. And the reason is because a cookbook can be a little bit adapted. Um, you get to choose what you want to be good at. You get to choose what you want to cook. And you can tweak the recipe however you need to. I love chicken marsala. My wife doesn't like mushrooms. She can make chicken marsala without mushrooms. Um, she can do it just with the wine and the sauce and the breading. That's perfectly fine. She didn't follow the recipe exactly, but it's still marsala wine. It still tastes like chicken marsala. Likewise, if I'm making, and I guess I'm in an Italian mood tonight, let's say I'm making chicken parm, but I'm out of chicken. Well, I can go get a piece of eggplant. Now it's eggplant parm. The recipe can be adapted. It can be tweaked. It can be moved to all sorts of different situations. You don't need the same protein. You don't need the same vegetables, the same ingredients. You can tweak things in a lot of different ways in a cookbook. Um, as I was growing up, my mom shopped sales. She wasn't somebody who planned meals in advance. She basically went to the grocery store and said, this, this, and this is on sale. So as I was growing up and as I learned to cook, I learned to cook based on what was in the house. 
whatever was there. We would have shake and bake with no chicken. We would have mayonnaise and no deli meat. So my style of cooking was very adaptive. Um, I learned how to cook basically just seeing a recipe and replicating it and tweaking and adapting and learning. It... <sighs> With a recipe, yes, you have steps you can follow. You know, first you have to bread the chicken, then fry the chicken, then make, do a pan sauce with mushrooms and uh, marsala wine. You know what the steps are, but you can tweak each one. The other metaphor that I like to explain is stand-up comedy. Sales can be either like stand-up comedy or improv comedy. Now, to the layman, people from the outside looking in, there's not much difference between the stand-up comic and the improv comic. But the stand-up comic has their tight five. They have their five minutes or 10 minutes or 45 minutes memorized and practiced exhaustively. This is a performance for them. They have done that Netflix special dozens, if not hundreds of times before you actually see a camera get turned on. They have rehearsed it just like a script. Good salespeople, however, are more like improv comics. They actually listen to the audience. They take suggestions in and they change and they adapt and they tweak and they're fast on their feet and they're able to customize to whatever the audience is looking for. If you're looking into ways to become a better salesperson, think this way. Think as the improv comic rather than the stand-up comic. Don't go there expecting to say these lines and then get upset when you keep getting somebody, your customer stepping on the punchline. Allow them to talk. Allow them to be part of the experience. Make sure you bring them in and you talk with them and not just at them. Stand-up comics talk at Improv comics talk with. Um, I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. It, it's a little more surreal than I usually do, um, but it's been a lot of fun uh, recording. If you guys would like more information, feel free to reach out. You can find me at brokensalespeople.com, brokensalespeople.com slash connect. Please take the time to review, to subscribe. Um, all of those different things really help the channel out. And until next time, please go fix yourself.